Good afternoon, good evening, good night, and good Ian. Good hi, it's me, Grant. It's your boy, Grant Howitt, and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Christopher Edward Taylor. And this is Hearty Dice Friends. Hello, Chris. Hello, Grant. Was that that, that intro was a bit ramshackle, but I think that's probably like I think it was an appropriate intro on the screen. Yeah, I don't want to lie to the people. <laughs> Start as you mean to go on, you know? Yeah. Hello, hello, dear, dear reader, dear listener. We have a uh, we have an episode for you now, which you, which, you, which you are now listening to. Congratulations. Yeah. Owl-eared listeners will have noticed that, I think it was like two episodes ago, we were like, right, we're going to stop at 200. We don't want to go on forever. Like, this is... Like this is this maybe isn't as fun as it used to be for us, but we're like we well, obviously we still enjoy it, but we don't we don't have the, the the same level of verve and ideas that we once had. I thought that maybe by putting like a hard out on the podcast, it would it would it would spur us on to be like, wow, okay, oh, it's a solvable project, we can make this happen. And we haven't recorded in I think six weeks. Yeah, a long that. time. It's been a while, and it's been mainly due to madness and a book. Yeah, books come out. Yeah, look, look, you didn't come here for excuses. You know it's because of madness. You know it's because we're writing books. I I went on holiday twice, which is the other thing. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah, and like not I went, I went on holiday to like Norwich, so not like very exciting, but I did leave. Yes, but yes, we are writing books. We are edging deliciously close to having finished uh, the Sin Kickstarter, given that now I've written two of the four books required, not counting the core book, which we also had a hand in. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting, we're getting there, yeah. And uh, you may have also noticed, depending on when this comes out, I presume it's going to come out later today, we've been, we've, been, uh, we've been nominated for a shed load of Ennies. Yes, a load. We had to do recordings of potential acceptance speeches. Hmm. Mm. And I was told my acceptance speeches were too off the wall, and that ninety percent of people wouldn't get the joke, yeah. which I res- which I respect and honour. So I only posted it on Twitter, which means that far more people will see it. Absolutely, yeah, and yeah, worse absolutely, yeah, ab- uh, um, yeah, probably. <laughs> Point is, motherfuckers finally given us the recognition we deserve. <laughs> no, we haven't got the trophies yet. We've oh uh, look okay. We got eight nominations for Andy's. We've got to get at least one of the good ones of those, right? I mean, the odds are good. One of the ones which which I can look at and go, yeah, Grant, you can write. <laughs> this glass lump says yes. Yeah. Oh, they're 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 not glass. They're metal. Oh, are they? I thought I assumed they were just the standard. No, they're they're metal glass plate. Because we got we got a silver one last year for oh, um for AD's art. Oh yes. We got silver one, which we, which I guess we commissioned some art, but no, now they've finally wised up, and they know which side their bread is buttered. Me, <laughs> it's buttered the me side. Yes, I'm buttered. I'm buttered all over my delicious belly, and it's because of any. So yes, thank you for voting for us. I am, I am chuffed because we worked because heart was so hard to do. <laughs> yeah. It nearly killed me twice. And it's it's the most difficult book I've ever been involved in. Well, no. It's the most difficult book I've been in charge of. Mm-hmm. Let's go with that. There we go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's it's been really lovely to, to receive all the, all the nominations. That's great. And I really hope that we win at least a couple. So we can then... T- Actually, no, sorry. I want to win all fucking eight Eddies. And then I want to turn up t- to, to Gen Con 2022 wearing all eight awards. Oh, see, my plan is to drill through them to create a necklace. You know they come on a necklace already. Do they? Yeah. Like, it's I'll like be honest, I've med- never seen one. It's like it's like an Olympic medal, Chris. You, you put it around your neck. Oh, I see, I assumed it was a trophy. Right. No, well, okay, I mean, maybe it changes, but we got we got a little silver, basically, a medallion with a with a loop for your neck, which you could... Right. Which you could, I presume, it could be hung around your neck. If we if we do win any any's, you should just wear it all the time. Mm, well, like down to the shops. 
down to the shops, but also just like if ever you're doing something role playing related, mm, just yeah, even yeah, adjacent, yeah. you just just wear every any you've ever won, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like and that, a t shirt yeah. listing all of the nominations, mm-hmm. and like my my acceptance speech tour. <laughs> it's like, hey, we're here to play Honey Heist. Have you seen the Ennies? Good. Now we'll continue. Cool. Yeah, bears or some shit. So yes, we are uh, on this podcast. We celebrate our Ennies victories. Uh, roughly, I'm going to say a, a half a percent of this show we've spent celebrating our, our Ennies <laughs> victories. Uh, so, so let us have this, you jackals. And the other thing we do is we design role-playing games live on air for your entertainment or education. We always, I mean, like computer games and video games, whatever. It doesn't matter, okay? We're going to talk to you for an hour. It'll be nice. Your boys are here. <laughs> You're very confrontational today. I am very confrontational. I don't like the energy I'm bringing. It's strange. It's quite aggressive. I, I worry about you. Have, you. have you been doing your boxing? Have you been... Doing violence, is that it? Maybe not enough. No, I've, I've, I've been sitting quietly. Chris, ah, I, it's because it's, it's I came to visit you in Sheffield. Now I'm, I'm getting all sorts of ideas about being a hard man. <laughs> Sorry, why is visiting me in Sheffield giving you ideas of being a hard man? Well, down here, down here in East London, everyone's got noodly arms. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got their hair done up in man buns. They're, yes. drinking, their, they're drinking their frothy mocha lacachinos, la, la like I am. And we're all just sort of gentle, soft men in touch with our, with our sensitive sides. It, and up north, that's not what's happening. It is very strange because I always laughed at the the what's it Lockstock thing where mm. they, where they mock each other for being northern or southern. Yes, I always laughed at that as a funny joke. And then I moved a mm-hmm. bit north. I was like, oh, oh yeah, oh actually, there is a huge difference. <laughs> <laughs> it's massive. This is ridiculous. I was I was outside having a fag at Gen Con, and there were a bunch of I'm going to describe them as gutter punks. There are a bunch of role play gutter punks all crowded around the same cigarette for warmth, and one of them was like, "Oh hey, oh hey, you're you're from England?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm uh, from East London." Actually, went, "Ah, oh, you fucking Southern fairy." Did he actually like, jump straight into that? Yeah, I was like, "Oh no, you can't say that." No, no, you're not. You're actually not supposed to. That's not. Mm, mm, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, apparently it's um it's, it's it's known as far as as far as America. Wow. But yeah, that that's that's why that's why I'm that's why I'm a big angry man now. I saw all these big square men. It's quite. I, I say big, quite short square men, as tall yeah. as they are wide. Yeah, there's 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 an interesting um sort of architecture to a Sheffield yeah. to, to to a northern man. Mm, mm. They are not tippable. No, no, and not, and not because they rock back up, but just like like you, <laughs> you, could, you could push them like a large block in Zelda. Yeah, exactly. Like I live, I live on a street populated by bars, clubs, pubs, etc., mm-hmm. and I can test that they do not get back up <laughs> when they go down. That's when it. one of these, one of these large gentlemen goes down, they go down hard. That's just then your orientation. Yeah. Yeah, and they just fall flat on their face and then go, well, guess this is me. Not a haircut amongst them either, Chris. No. I, I, have they not discovered haircutting up in Sheffield yet? So, so you'll find gangs that have okay. similar hairstyles. Yes. Yes. Um, I know. But aside this. from that, it's all a bit slapdash. So, like, is, is is that like a clan identifier where they've all got the same haircut? I think so. I think it's just like they're all wearing the same tracksuit, but yeah, yeah. Like, like, like for a while, I, I don't think it's quite so true. But there was a time when, and I, I am still in this mode where you would have long on top, short on the sides, kind of like that, like fuckboy paintbrush haircut. Yeah, that was that was a, I guess, but like, it's like that except they haven't bothered to blend it in or cut the top of it. Yeah, and uh, barbers up here alternate between either. Just like a proper English barber, which is no talking, mm-hmm. get in, get out. Mm-hmm. Or the sort that have both a beard and moustache as the logo. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's one of the two extremes. It's not just some place where you can get your hair cut and it's fine and you talk mm-hmm. to the person mm-hmm. and say, I'd like this. No. It's, no. It, it's a thing. Yeah, it's either a thing or it's something shady you do when nobody's looking. It's been. It's. it's they, they might awkwardly offer you a condom. At the end. 
something for the weekend, sir. I feel okay. Listen, listen. I love the rich diversity of our country. I yes. really, I really love Sheffield. I think, I think it's a great place, and like, um, we're thinking of moving up there as well. Thinking of moving everything up there, which should be great. Um, but, but these very square men. Mm-hmm. Now, I I live in the east end of London. And I, I don't live in London's East End. I live in the East End of London. <laughs> yes, there is an important difference yeah. there. L- London's East End is all Soho and gay clubs and th- th- theatre and, and the like. twice as expensive. Twice expensive. Whereas East London, I meet an awful lot of Asian families. Mm-hmm. And we're all just sitting broadly, quietly. That's quite nice, honestly. Hey, it's, it's lovely. I'm a huge fan of it. Nothing happens. <laughs> Reminds me of Norwich, but I go out, I go out in Sheffield. I walk out of Chris's flat. Maybe a little bit worse for wear on the old jazz cigarettes. Who knows? Hard to say. And there's just this endless rolling cacophony of people trying to fucking kill each other. Yeah, isn't it wonderful? It's like it's like a load of weasels in a pit. And there's these there's these these women who've put so much effort into their appearance mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm not going to say whether it's paid off or not but you can definitely see you can see they're working you you can see the time spent right like Absolutely. there's a lot of effort and and skill yes skill these women are works of art or mm-hmm. craft but they have you know they've, they've, they've got the false lashes on they've got they've picked out their dresses they've got the false tan they've got their hair done up fancy they still smell incredible they've got the jewelry on they've got the clutch purses and every single man in Sheffield looks like he's been fired through the window of a JD Sports. I, f- I feel the alternative is that he has been fired from a trucking company. Mm, yes, that's fair. Yeah. You do like a fleece up there. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's cold. But yeah. yes, dudes, dudes in Sheffield make less than no effort. Like they will intentionally never buy something nice so that there's not yeah. an accidental day when they put on a nice shirt. Yeah. And that, that whereas, is, that, yeah. whereas the, the 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 women who have made themselves up for their Friday night mm-hmm. will use stiletto heels to stamp through ice. Absolutely, like pitons. Yeah, it's gorgeous to watch because they just change mm. their gait and they just walk straight over ice, stamping through. Mm. And it's it's astonishing. Like the skill difference is is amazing. Yeah. If nothing else, they carry on doing it as well. One thing which I haven't seen. Because like I've seen drunk people around, obviously, you know, mm, I'm a man yeah, sure. of the world. One thing which 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 is peculiar to the north, which I haven't really clocked down here as much, is women of a certain age, uh, en masse, mm-hmm. doing this. So yeah. like like I'm gonna say like fifty something women, and they're all wearing like they're all like one grade down from the lycra mini skirt. Yes, vibe yeah. of the younger women, and they are they're like. You ever seen piranhas destroy a cow? They they howl. Mmm. Mmm. They have full pack dynamics, and mm. there is nothing on a Sheffield street that I am more terrified of. Absolutely not. They would eat you alive. I, I would run at the person with the wide eyes firing a gun mm-hmm. rather than them, because I have the unfortunate thing of being mum bait. You are... Uh, yeah, you're, 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 you look quite safe. Yep, and you're very tall. Very tall, but that sort of that sort of fifty year old mum, rather than the mm-hmm. younger mums, mm-hmm. like that 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 generational shift, fucking yeah. love me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And that just means that I'm a magnet to multiple groups of these incredibly dangerous creatures. There's enough. There's enough room on you for them all to climb you, and to, to tear me apart and just yeah. assume feast on my innards. Like a meat climbing frame. Yeah. Like one of those bits from The Walking Dead. Anyway, this is a game design program. That sounds like the best game ever, just trying to dodge very drunk groups. I think I would rather have a game, rather than dodging very drunk groups, I would like to marshal these women. Oh, top-down strategy. Possibly top-down. I was thinking maybe something along the line. Do you remember Overlord? Where you played, you played like 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 a like a, like a dark overlord, the you evil little... knight, and you could you had a load of um, imps, imps following you. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, we love the overlord," and they go and do things for you. And it was like it was Xbox 360. It was basically a launch title, and so it's a great game. Didn't really, um, sure, okay. What I'm thinking is like 
I am. It is my job to make sure that we have a cracking night, girls. Mm-hmm. And like maybe I'm some sort of Anne Summers rep. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you walked past one of these groups with an umbrella in the air, they would follow you. That is part of it. Like their their mum training would lock in, mm-hmm. and they'd see the umbrella in the air and go, "Oh, we're on a tour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's let's follow." And it would all be subconscious. They they carry on doing it. I just think I'd really love to have the mechanics of this mum is too sober to have fun, but will follow orders. Mm-hmm. And this mum is drunk enough to have fun, but now starts getting rebellious. And so yes. there's kind of a fun plate spinning or mum spinning thing where you're <laughs> you're trying to steer these mums through and like and like you've got you've got li- you've got listed objectives and and like we've got to sell like three of these IKEA bags of dildos by the end of the night. <laughs> that's a lot of dildos. That's a big bag. It's a lot of mum. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and like different bars will offer you different benefits, right? So some mm-hmm, will get mm-hmm. you only a little bit more drunk, mm-hmm. but give you buffs. Mm. Because like if they're coming out of say just down the road, Suki, which is a very big sushi place. Right, fancy's yeah. the wrong word. It is. It believes it's fancy. It has neon everywhere and no actual lights. Okay. Um, it's beautiful. You have been in there. Have I? Yeah, I think so. Oh, is that, is that, is that the place that does all you can eat sushi? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that place is a trip. It is. It really is. Like yeah. that that place, they'd all come out hypnotized. Abs- yeah, like like you've got you've got like like the 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 buff would be like the Majesty of the East. Mm-hmm. Or something, and then like you, they'd, they'd be more suggestible because they're, you know, calmed by the raw fish. Calmed by the raw fish and the excessive use of neon mm, to replace, mm. you know, taste. A lot of shit stuck to the ceiling. I seem to recall as well. Yes. Yeah. Everybody in kimonos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real close. <laughs> Doesn't fucking work with a Sheffield accent. From what I can tell, not a single Japanese person involved in the enterprise. Not one, mate. No, not one. The Yorkshire accent is an accent that does not travel. That's for, oh, I love it. Oh, but I yeah, love it. That's, but that's, that's, like yeah. a Sussex accent, you can go to America or Japan or something and just talk in your accent and you don't sound bizarre. You just sound like an English person. I'm going to put one forward. Yeah. Australian. See, I think Australian gets away with it because it uh. it can be confused for other accents. I think I think my, my my point is wherever I was in the fucking world, if I met an Australian there, I'd be like, Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, sure. They must have been a gap year or something. Yep. Yeah. No, it doesn't travel well. It's like it's like a like a like a West Country accent. Yeah. It's very peculiar to our country. Very unique. Am I dealing with like a percentage of mums retained here? That that have like sort of peeled off and are making out with a with a second string DJ. No, you see what I'm thinking. Uh huh. Is we need a slight rewrite to how the game works, but deck builder. Yeah, sure. Go on. So when you go into a bar, right? The, different bars have different options, and some of them are like one of the mums gets lucky. Ah, Leave okay, the mum okay. here. Right, pick right, up a right, different yeah. mum. And change your deck. Ch- change out the mums. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Okay. And there'll be some like spell cards are like unique things about the bars and restaurants you've been in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like spontaneously manifest kimono would be mm-hmm. one from from a sushi yeah. bar. I guess that would give you like a defense upgrade or something. Yeah, sure. Are the mums fighting? I say, so are the mums fighting? Yes, but that's not the point of the game. <laughs> Constantly. The mum, the mums are fighting and again. That's another percentage which we're dealing with. <laughs> How many died you to infighting? Let's 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 uh, give me a suggestion for a game which hasn't risen out of our out of my um, shall I say cloistered classism. <laughs> okay, Snyder's Return suggests vehicular combat, something like Twisted Metal, but with a rules light system. Oh, it's just natural. It's just natural game. Like, like it's sure. an actual game. I, I skipped over a lot of very good jokes. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, to get to this, um, how do you do vehicles in games and be fun? That is an interesting tw- question. So, Gaslands appears to have pulled this off. Yes, Gaslands has some really nice uh, mechanics, and like, and uh, has really nice mechanics. It's like it's. Uh, model ag- agnostic and encourages kit bashing. Encourages like 
much like Turnip Twenty Eight encourages what I'm going to call dirty conversions. <laughs> yeah, you get a, you get a diecast car and you stick another one upside down to the top and you're done. Brilliant, brilliant, visionary, a new leader. And so that that is that is that that's kind of answered the question. I think the thing which is always which I've always struggled with in terms of of representing vehicles in role playing games is momentum and speed. Yeah. And how to get those to feel like that exact thing. So speed can be replicated by moving more. But that doesn't give you a proper feeling of speed. No. It's just a movement stat. Mm. And and again, as you say, like momentum. Like if if I slam into the side of your vehicle, mm-hmm. what happens in most of these games is you stop. Mm. That's just that. That's it. You have the interaction. You see what happens, and off you go. Yeah. But if you've seen a car just like T-bone another car, they don't stop. They just like sort of they they bounce off one another, right? They spin like yeah. you've got an enormous amount of force pushing one car sideways, mm. whilst the other car is trying to drive off. Mm. Like they they spin around, they go all over the place, and mm. that leads to potentially wacky hijinks if you can replicate that. Mm. Well, had a bash, didn't it? It did. It had stuff like the rolling road, which I really liked, but was a nightmare to actually play. Yeah, don't move the cars, move the terrain. Yeah, you'd move the terrain slowly down the 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 board, board. Yeah. table, and then when it fell off the table, you put it randomly back at the other end, so it was just an infinite road. So that means that somebody, somebody going slowly mm. would fall off the board and thus be out of the game. And that actually handled speed. You can go to. You can also play it at Tesco. <laughs> yes. In that you go. In that you you have to grease the bottom of your orc truck, but then you uh, put on the conveyor belt at the end. I. What so so I, I think the exciting thing for me in any sort of vehicle exchange is like what well, is a chase? Got to be a chase, right? If it's just a fight, then what you've got is an armored machine gun for a car. I don't care about that. Yeah, like, like a destruction derby environment is generally fairly tedious like i yeah i'm not hugely interested in that i'll happily play it as a computer game or watch it happen you know that's fine uh but i just think from from a pure like dry mechanics rule not interested but the interesting thing about vehicles is you they need to go fast to be effective yep and the faster they go the harder they are to control yes and that is kind of the central buzz for me that's that's the kick I think some way in which uh, I think we did something like this in Crash Pandas. Mm. You had you had you had your speed, and then like the higher your speed was, the harder it was for you to do things properly. Uh, but like, I mean, I wouldn't really call what we did in Crash Pandas a system. <laughs> no, Crash Panda is uh, there's, a, there's there's a lot of chat on dis- on um, on Discord on uh, on Twitter at the moment about how like oh don't call them rules. You're not allowed to write rules for 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 role playing games. The what? and like you're not you're not allowed to incentivize behavior. Uh, you're um, there's no there's no such thing as game design. And that, it just it's it's artists, man. People, it's artists being artists. It's fine. Oh yeah, no, it just I'm just confused. Yeah, well, it's exhausting because I'm like I'm pretty sure I design games. I'm pretty sure I I've thought... just done all the things you said don't do. I just I'm I'm, I'm just looking down at this book in my hands. I thought it was full of game design. <laughs> This is why I literally just don't look at Twitter anymore, especially Absolutely, especially yeah. not role playing Twitter. Yeah, that works because the, like there's 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 a responsibility to stay up with it and sort of keep keep up with what's going on. And uh, thankfully, I think I think about a month ago, I my tweets were placed into the tabletop gaming news category. <laughs> so now I am what's going on. <laughs> the hotness. Yeah, yeah, that picture of a zombie I put green stuff on and now I'm saying is not a zombie? That's gaming news, motherfucker. (laughs) People gotta pay for this shit. My point being, um, I think Crash Pandas is very firmly in that realm of, yeah, there's no such thing as rules. In as much as, please don't try and apply these like you would (laughs) D&D. Yeah. P- please don't run this sensibly. Like you're, you're you're going brum brum with cars. 
and we had a high we had like speed versus maneuverability there i think there's something fun to be done with that i think there's there's like the idea of a chase mechanic where you have to keep your speed over a certain threshold otherwise bad things happen and if you go um under or over then you've got difficulties in different directions. I think that's fun. I think, but I think things, that, that could be something there. But things re- will regularly either need to be done at certain speeds or cause mm-hmm. you to change speed. Yeah, yeah. So sure. you, so you not just go right. I'm at six now. I'm done. Mm. Are you, you, like, well, I need to drop. To, I need to slow down and or stop mm. to repair the car, or whatever. Just something that keeps changing the speeds mm. just to screw with you. Mm. Because we talked at length about this in our episode Train War. Yes, and whichever one it was that we invented Castle Crashers in. Well, that was more about... Uh, it was Stone Killers. Stone Killers, that's it. Castle Crashers is, is I believe, another game. Yes, that's a real game, but that's, that's the only name I could remember. Because you, you crash castles into one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, but that was more... I think that was more like... That was that, that was the other, the other huge problem of role-playing games, which is ship combat. Yeah. thing I'm taking from that that's key is that mm-hmm. when a vehicle hits another vehicle Mm -hmm. it needs to be more interesting than you took six damage yes that's fair because otherwise i could have shot your car Mm. driving into a car is either an accident or very much a choice Mm -hmm. and it it has repercussions for both sides Mm-hmm. And those repercussions are based on so many variables in the real world, like size of car, what it's made of, all that sort of stuff, that it seems a waste not to make it interesting. How would you make it interesting and not just have it be maths? The most obvious thing that comes straight to mind is hit locations, right? Mm-hmm. My front right hit your back left, therefore this happened. Mm-hmm. And I think, actually, if you keep it fairly simple, mm-hmm. and I mean like front left, like divide the car into four, yeah, classic. Or, and and have engine and cockpit as well. If cockpit, mm-hmm. that's what you call the uh, the bit inside a car. The cockpit. Whatever. Yeah, fine. Um, and then you can have special moves that interact. So, like a pit maneuver mm-hmm. would be front right hitting back left. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that will knock the back of the car out and cause it to spin. So you can actually you can actually do fairly complicated things like that in an, in a simple way. The problem would be remembering all of the interactions. Remembering the interactions, and also I think the representation is very difficult. Yeah. And like, like how 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 abstract do you get? Are you saying like, right? Imagine imagine we're driving down a street. What obstacles are there? Oh, there's a fountain. Cool. Okay. How do you interact with the fountain? Well, I jump right through the fountain. Cool. Make me a roll. No, you don't. You crash and die. <laughs> or is it more? Here's here's a map of the streets. Plan your route through, and like, and like, oh, you can only see one street ahead, and then you can have like, oh man, actually, a car chase board game would be fun, wouldn't it? Like, like that bit from Born Identity, where he I'm drives the little car. Well, the mini, an Italian yeah. style thing. Uh, yes, I believe, I believe it's that sort of thing. But like, like he he drives he drives a small car up until the Born Identity. Most car chase scenes were with very fast cars mm-hmm. against each other, and like, like generally plenty of terrain. Sure. And then the Bond Identity was like, what did we put everyone in slow, shitty little cars? <laughs> and made it very hard to get anywhere. Because the film's set in, in Europe, and so it's set in Germany and France. Uh, and in France, they don't have fast cars. No one's got, especially not the cops. <laughs> so so they had to sort of power him down. Anyway, anyway, I think what I, what I get off on in, in this podcast is when we start getting a bit sort of pie in the sky, come up with some strange themes or some interesting some mechanics or some wrappers, and this feels very sensible. It does, doesn't it? It feels doable. I suppose. I I mean, as as I said at the start, it feels done. Yeah. Someone else has done this already. And like I, I think like I've never really driven a car. I don't know what it's like, but it does look very exciting. And a lot of people seem to like it very much. Yes, it's nice to go fast in cars. Yeah, for sure. And I think that there's probably something fun to be done with that. But I just... I'm not getting juiced here, man. All right. You come up with a suggestion. Nathan Blades writes in, Extreme Ikea LARP. So I'm assuming this is going to Ikea? Well, is it a LARP if I actually do it? I... Oh, that's a good point. Mmm, right? Technically, no, because you're not role-playing it. No, well, I suppose if, if I go and do it as someone else... Then yes, that's a role-playing game. What I'm thinking is, it is a fairly universal experience amongst uh, amongst people who who I speak to on a daily basis that when they were younger they would get taken to IKEA and get very bored. Yes. And 
also a little bit fascinated. Because <laughs> there's some there's something exotic and exciting about an IKEA in that it's just a very big house. It's also a very big catalogue. Mm-hmm. It's beautifully presented. And you don't you don't get the thing there. You look at the thing and go, yeah, nice table. Remember that, honey. You don't get the big things, the little things you do get, but yes. You know, you can get your snakes and your sharks and your cats. that down. That's table seven five two. Beautiful. We'll look for seven five two when we get to the warehouse. And that's all that's all fine. But there's little secret routes through IKEA. <laughs> there's doors that open. There are shortcuts which they don't want you to know about. There are there was a there was a wonderful um, not especially good but very clever web series. It was it was a it was a soap opera, and it was filmed entirely in IKEA's during open during opening hours. <laughs> and they they just did it when no one was around. That's lovely. Yeah, it's very cool. And so they're, they're, they're these big they're effectively massive sets for things, right? And they're going unused at night. I've got to presume at some point they're not like restocking the candles, snakes, tea lights, etc. Forks, like yeah, it's got to shut down sometime, right? Like, there's got to be a fallow period. Maybe, like, maybe, like they they just call it like the dark hour where they let they let IKEA reset, mm-hmm. and then they walk back in, and suddenly there's more meatballs here. Weird. Mm. What I'm saying is we. <laughs> We go in during the dark hour. We go in during the darkling hour. Right. You know those sort of like those sort of um, strange uh, feelings heavy, r- hard role playing Scandinavian LUPs where like you'll spend a weekend uh, playing abuse victims or something. Yeah. We run as many of those concurrently as possible. We speed run in parallel um, multiple soap operas. So because we've got so many different rooms. We've got all these different bathrooms, all these different bedrooms set up. You play, you'd get say, say like about sixty people say. Now your standard, your standard sort of soap opera, I'm going to say, has about, I'm going to say like a core cast of about ten, and then sort of tertiary cast of, and, and like who that core is rotates in and out. Sure. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Grey's Anatomy recently. They're they're also attractive and troubled. <laughs> And you've got this core cast which rotates in and out. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, you are all um, in these liminal spaces. You never have to acknowledge the fact that, you, that you're in an IKEA. But you are running ten simultaneous soap opera lops. And you can bleed between one another. Okay. See, I was thinking of something slightly different. Cool. I mean, that's fair, because what I said was deranged. <laughs> Only slightly, though. Okay, yeah. What was yours? Each of the, in quotation marks, rooms in an IKEA... Uh-huh. You know, yeah, like you yeah. get like a like a kitchen that's made up like mm-hmm. a kitchen back to back with another one. Yeah. Um, what you do is you actually like tape out on the floor the area of that okay. kitchen, so it's yeah. it's it's easy to see. Mm-hmm. And then the interesting thing about IKEA is that it has a route. Yeah, it has there a, is a, a specific a way to walk around. Yeah. It, right. Mm-hmm. So what you do is everybody's at the front doors, and then you send the first group in, and they go right. to the first point. And begin the LARP. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they move on from that room to the next one, you send the next one into that room. Okay. So you have it like people playing on a golf course, like they're going one right. after the other. Okay. And the only reason you're really doing this is to find out what the aggregate story is. Oh, I see. So so like there's a little scene which they get in each of these rooms. Yeah. So like people can, they can have anybody die. They can do what they want. They can suddenly find a machine gun, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That you there's a little prompt in each room and they go through it and they have to remember what they've what they've done in that room what their story is currently and then they shift mm-hmm. to the next room which has the plot change on them and all that sort of stuff and then at the end you collate everybody's experiences mm-hmm. and try and work out what the what the actual story was like what the 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 running meta was through everybody's story I'm gonna I'm gonna yes and your idea please do the people in the rooms are also players. They are trapped in a Groundhog's, Groundhog Day style repeating situation where they wake up in this room every day and a group of strangers walk in. <laughs> oh, like the NPCs are players, you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like, okay. So, so like the NPCs are players and then you play these, these, and you also play these strangers coming in and experiencing this and then adding to the, adding to the drama. Mm-hmm. And so you'd have this sort of play out over and over in multiple, dif- multiple different iterations. And then... 
I'm not sure how you present it. I like that because, like, because we know where we're going to be. You could have cameras set up fairly easily. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, this is almost more of a research uh, experiment. experiment. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, the sort of thing you need a control group for. Yes, exactly. Who do, who do exactly the same thing, but not inside an IKEA. Just in the car park. <laughs> in the car park outside. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to explore that liminal space. I'd love to take it, have it, <laughs> fuck with it in some way. Yeah, like, can, can you, if nothing else, can you imagine the floor space of an Ikea? Oh. Just, like, the sheer amount of room you have in one of those things. I want to I wanna put something forward here, and I don't. I, like, I think you and I will, will, will feel the same way about this, and I hope our audience will too. But can you imagine how delicious all the back corridors are at an Ikea? Oh, God, all the access. There's got to be so many. Where's the storage at? Oh, the whole thing's storage. Where are the barracks for all the workers? Is there an underground? What if there's train access? Like the old Vatican Railway for the post. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, 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 you see? Now, I mean, that is, like, the other option we've got is that we um, we take Ikea and then put a dungeon crawl in it. Yeah, which is fairly easy. It's fairly straightforward, and I guess like it wouldn't. You'd ha- you'd have to sort of. If I was doing if I was doing a role playing game about IKEA rather than the LARP, I'd have to start getting fucky with it quite quickly. Yes, and I mean, ninety percent of your monsters are mimics. Oh, you got the prey route. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like if you're in a place that sells everything, then mm. anything can be a monster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're looking at mimics. You're looking at animated constructs. You're looking at staff members. It's like there was um what was it called? It was Green Green Leaves Mall or Green Something Mall. Um was a was a like was a, a dungeon crawl about being trapped in a mall. Right. And I think there's you know, and like Day of the Dead is set in a shopping mall, it's about rampant consumerism, blah, blah, blah. Um but I am fascinated by the psychology behind building of these mass shopping spaces and the fact that IKEA pushes you along. But mm-hmm. IKEA is a IKEA is a reverse of the bit at the end of the generation game where you had to look at all the things on the conveyor belt. <laughs> you walk past all the things and then you and you see how many you can remember and buy. And yeah. malls are in like the out the the um the hallway parts of malls are designed to upset you to make you go into a shop. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all these really really cool psychological tricks that they've got going on there, and. Especially in America, uh, there's so much of the culture of the social interactions is based around shopping. Or like, you go to the food court with your mates. You go, you go see a film with mm-hmm. your friends. You go hang out at the mall. You you go to IKEA with your it's parents. Weird, you go isn't to the, it? The like, concept of going to a mall. I used to do that every weekend. But like, not for shopping. Yeah. not to buy a thing. Absolutely not. No, I used to go to hang out with my friends. We used to, we used to go watch a cinema. Get some watch a cinema. You know, see what it did. <laughs> I used to go watch a movie, get get a Burger King, and uh, God, geez, you want to know how exciting I was at the age at the age of uh, sixteen? Go for it. We um, we developed a game which we'd play, which was called Who Can Walk the Slowest. Ooh, delay. Yeah, yeah, and and like you're thinking, yeah, I could do that. Mm-mm, there's a real trick to it because <laughs> because you can't just stop. Yeah, you've got to move. <laughs> the trick the trick is lateral swing. Okay. I can like, see that. If you swing your legs left and white, left and right, yeah, you look a bit like a cunt. <laughs> but you win the game. But you win the game. And that's what's important. And no one kisses you ever. <laughs> and it's over for you at that point. All the other all the other kids the kids so it was, in my school. In my school, there were the rich kids and there were the normal kids. And I was on the normal... I turned right out the school gates, which means I went off to the poor side of the Elgov. Oh, was it that simple? Pretty much, yeah. That's you lovely. You went left. You went down Valdelobo. Um, Valdelobo. Like, which is a Valley of the Wolf. I don't know why I said it, said it quite in that accent. Um, down Valdelobo. Um, and like, you, you either lived in kind of the sort of small conurbation or the countryside. That's kind of the, kind of the options you had. And all the kids who drove left, they were all doing cocaine out of each other's asses in a swimming pool. <laughs> they were all they were all rolling treble skinner joints and leaping off rooftops and getting each other pregnant. And we made a game where you had to walk slowly and I won. 
It's so very real. I think that's the best part of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. The, there's there's something like I I I don't I don't think you and I were really that different. No. In a lot of ways, except you at least had the excuse of being like grievously ill. Yes. Yeah. I did. I did have that on yeah. my side. I, I I was just a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I couldn't afford cocaine to do it with someone's ass. Anyway, my point is we're breaking into an Ikea. Yes. Um, no, my point is we're going to... I really like the idea of like maybe an Unknown Armies character or some sort of game where you are using these liminal spaces in some way. So like Walmart is a mall, is an Ikea, is a uh, strip mall, is a, and you're sort of stitching these things together into yeah, a and hellscape. Like there's, there's the classic of you teleport between them because they're they're so the same that it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like suddenly you just find yourself in a Burlington coat warehouse. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I, oh, well, here I am now. That's that, that's a really weird draw. Have you ever, have you ever been to a Burlington coat warehouse? No. Okay, so that's, that's a weird pull because I have. Oh, and like I assume it's great. Coats. Mostly coats. Yeah, yeah, quite a few. Yeah. Okay. Neither of these are good ideas. No. The so, so just 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 to sort of like run down the idea, listener. Hi there. Just, just gonna, we're going to do our forty-five minute check in here. The two ideas we've had so far are Gaslands, which mm-hmm. may which may exist. I think I might actually own it, and I'm looking at it now. Or uh, breaking into an IKEA. So we're going to need to really put our heads together and come up with something if we're going to make a game this week and just keep the walls from the door. Yeah. Because d- d- Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. Well, I've scrolled down to the to, to the redacted section of that Twitter thread. <laughs> the opt-in part of Twitter. <laughs> uh, my favourite part, which is that we're hiding some of these replies. <laughs> um, and, I, and if ever I'm going to read them, I'm going to read those. And we, the don't, best we don't part wish is, to upset your delicate constitution, Mr. Taylor. There are three posts in that section, and they're Great, all yeah. from the same person. <laughs> okay, who's this? Uh, this is Cat Labyrinth Cat. Hey, Labyrinth Cat. Who, honestly, is quite a nice person and has replied okay. to many of these threads. And I don't know okay. why it lumped you into the dangerous category. Did they swear? Nope. Okay. Not well, one. let's. Okay. What well, What are their suggestions? So, my current favourite is Americans versus Tea, an RPG in which you have to make a good cup of tea while an American stands next to you and questions why it isn't iced and full of sugar. I can't imagine game mechanics except that stress would be involved. I really like online videos of somebody doing something that they, they do every day, like making a cup of tea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then watching some asshole pick it apart. Do you like that? I do. I really mm. enjoy it. Because there's, I can there's, hate there's, the like, asshole so much more. There's, there, there's like perhaps a very excitable young man mm. who's, going to, who's going to be shouting on half of the screen on some sort of TikTok. Tick, yeah, fucking TikTok. Yes. But... This is reminding me specifically of mm-hmm. there's a there's an one of these asshole coffee drinkers. Mm-hmm. He has his, he has a special spoon for drinking coffee with, so that he can taste it. Okay. He tries to make a cup of coffee with a filter machine, like the thing I do every day. Yeah. And he does not stop mocking it and the process and everything, which he gets wrong because he doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> and he's just grinding this thing into the dirt, and he tries it and goes, "Oh, it's disgusting." Mm-hmm. Of course it is. I'm going to be honest with you, I can't tell the difference. Well, I've seen how many cigarettes you smoke a day, Chris. Yeah, it's true. But even before that, like, I know good coffee and bad coffee, but everything else is just coffee. Is there something quite dank and pondy about the coffee you make? Yeah. Mm. That's how it should I think, be. Like, no. No. Yeah. no it should be, there should be a sort of sweetness to it, because it's but beans. There is. You put sugar in it. Different from that. It's like, I think there's a... I'm going to say there's a vintage to your coffee. Well, thank you. Which comes across... I don't mean that in a good... There's a... There's a. There's like there's something aged about the taste. There's heritage to it. I can taste all the cups of coffee you've had before. Brilliant. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, everything you're saying there sounds great to me. <laughs> it's good to know where you're from. Yeah. Okay, okay. Remember your so, roots. So this this Americans versus tea. I will I will admit when you said Americans versus tea initially, I thought it was a Boston Tea Party affair, oh, and you no. and you have to play some sneaky Americans breaking onto some ships and then just hurling tea in the. In I mean the heart that's that's doable, noticed. but you could do that in all sorts of games. Um, but this also goes on to that video that was floating around the internet a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, that was of an American woman, an English, I can't remember. She's an American woman in England. 
mm-hmm. who's like, I'm going to make baked beans. Okay. And then, like, poured a load of beans on toast and microwaved it. Right, yeah, sure. Like, she was doing it intentionally to aggravate people. Gotcha, yeah, and it works, yes. Yeah. And yeah. I'm wondering if there's a game in trying to make normal things aggravating for somebody else. Mm. Oh, Christopher. Yes. Yes. We are we are we are getting out of our comfort zones with this one. This is art, baby. Yeah, because I really like making people uncomfortable for no reason. You, you love it, yeah. And you love watching people get uncomfortable for no reason. Yeah. I think also you might be liked you like you might like to be made uncomfortable. Yes. In some way, which is why you watch a lot of Always Sunny. I do, yeah. I, I, I love that that weird feeling where you're not quite sure if somebody is shitting you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, right? right. Like, so. like just this morning, I played a game. I played a video game called Craftopia, mm-hmm. which is largely stolen from Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And I know that Grant loves Breath of the Wild. Adore. What are my favourite games of all time? Beautiful. Absolutely, it's a stunning yeah. bit of kit. But Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. and okay. Craftopia has just stolen a load of ideas from that mm-hmm. and slapped it into a base builder where you can, you know make a new set of armor and cook and skateboard and yeah. skateboard, make a tank, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Looks quite cool. Kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first thing I said to Grant this morning was I played Craftopia. It's like Breath of the Wild, but there's something to do in it. I got really angry at you. I he remember. got so angry. It was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and that, that's, that's the sort of um, Nintendo fanboyism I tried to keep under wraps. <laughs> that's the sort of thing I try to keep private. You know, me, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go to bat for Mario, no doubt. But um, this has the feeling of uh, one of those cool LARPs that takes place on the internet. Okay. Crossed with when you lose an argument and say it was a social experiment. <laughs> just playing devil's advocate, bro. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, just, I'm, I'm, okay, don't worry, I'm just joking, yeah? God, you, you fucking mouth breather. Crawl off the internet. Anyway, the deal is that it would be, it'd be a secret club, mm-hmm. like a secret Discord, which you had a part of, and there would be a hashtag. Um, and then the, and then the deal would be that you would, like, like every week, there would be a Tutorial Tuesdays, right. you'd call it. And the gag would be that Tutorial Tuesdays is about normal people teaching each other how to do normal things. And so it's, and, and it's like, this is how I do it. And maybe if you don't know how to do this, you can learn this. And if you do know how to do this, we can have some common ground. We can share tips, etc. Yeah. But you always get it really, really wrong. Ah, uh, yeah, you see, I'd have to go in there making it just a bit wrong. Oh, sorry, yes. Just a bit wrong is fine. But, like, sorry, sorry, not, like, how to basic wrong. Yes. Like, I mean, like, like, and now we're going to microwave the tea bags and throw them into a gulch. Like, m- maybe that grade of thing. But, like... My thinking for the uh, mm-hmm. the tea one mm-hmm. is that what you do is you get the mug, mm-hmm. put a coffee filter on top of it. Great. Cut the corner off of the tea bag. Oh, that's nice. Empty the tea bag into that and then gently pour the water over the top. And then immediately throw everything away. That is that is actually how Mr. Scruff has his tea. Interesting. That. Mr. Scruff, popular dance DJ. Right. Uh, just, pours, just pours boiling water over a tea bag. Um, and I think Mr. Scruff is a liar because that doesn't make tea. I think it does. I think that's how I, I make tea. That's how everybody makes tea. No, no, he doesn't leave it in there. Oh, sorry. You, you, it, it, sorry. This this is a, po- a fucking pointless aside. I'm just angry with Mr. Scruff because he tricked me into wasting a tea bag one time, <laughs> and he hasn't put out a good album in 15 years. There's but that. but you've got like you've got this level of weirdness, which is like, hey, hey, here's how we do it, and like and like you're not pretending to be experts. You're just you're just trying to get as many people upset at you as possible. Mm-hmm. And sure, there is like I think there is a definitely speaking from a point of privilege here in that it is actually quite hard for me to upset people on the internet yeah and we're not but crucially we're not talking like mean upset no i don't mean mean upset i mean like saying oh man lovely warm day today no one turns up and calls me a stupid bitch no that's very true um should i sorry should i i'd rather you didn't okay i think i didn't know if this was like a you know grounding (laughs) thing (laughs) this is a thing (laughs) just keep me in check yeah no, um, you know, I, op- I, I, you know, white, cis hat, straight, passing, dude, I'm 
broadly living life on easy mode, and whenever I say something on the internet, on the internet, nothing really bad happens to me for that. And that's great. Don't get me wrong. And so I think sort of setting up a most dangerous game for the internet <laughs> where we intentionally do something wrong is there's some problematic parts to that. But I also think that trolling people is fun and good. Yes, and like crucially, we're not like remember if you cover your key in super glue when you try and get into your house, it'll work better. Like we're not screwing yeah. them. It's like this yeah. is a dumb way to make tea. Yeah, and, and I, I think, like, as long as tea comes out at the end, you've won. Yeah, like, it can be very bad to yeah. just angry at you for, for what you're doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they can't act, they don't actually have a leg to stand on because it's just, it's just annoying as hell. Mm, mm-hmm. This is it. This is our game. This is like, it, it writes itself. It's really straightforward. We'd get maybe like 12 people who were in on the gag initially and then let it spread. Yeah, and then like you have like Amnesty Mondays, okay, where you can't you can't gain points on Mondays, okay, right. But it's it's where you like tabulate like, well, this tweet got ten thousand retweets. Oh god, there's a ranking system. That's wonder. I didn't realize there'd be a ranking. Yeah, because you talked about Discord earlier, so everybody mm. who's playing is on this Discord, and so mm. on Mondays is just like the the admin day where you count out mm. the points, you mm. post your proof. You, I mean, nobody really checks it. It's just like a load of pictures posted, and then I got twelve points oh, for this. Yeah, I've got, I've got a real yeah, and like I really like the idea of maybe having like that's one tier of the Discord, and then the next tier down, and maybe like the one dollar a month patrons. They're assembling teams of the players and playing fantasy football, or they're oh. betting on who, like they're betting on who will win. Yes, you've got a draft. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so you got you, you've got like a team of five. Mm. And what you could have as well is like halfway through the season, you randomly select somebody's current fantasy team. Tutorial, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. You pick two of those, and then they go head to head that next week. Mm. Those exact teams, all of their points are together. Yes. So you can do you can do TikTok collaborations or whatever it is you want to do to really drive the point home. Duets, I believe, is the name. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Bad. Like and like, I think. There's a real fun game around. It's petty. It's so petty. Yeah. No one, no one benefits or suffers for this. Yep, that's the whole point. It has to come out zero sum. It's just aggravation, nothing else. Yeah, the like all you're doing is preying on the fact that you know how people get very angry in their car, mm-hmm. and like and like they have this they have this incredible road rage and they get furious and they effing blind when they're behind a car. That's my mother speaking there. Bloody hell. Effing blinding, they'll 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 swear and kick off and be and like and like threaten violence against people because they feel that their private space, their car, has been impinged. When in fact, mm-hmm. actually, they're they're in a predominantly public space. Um, I think Twitter does something very similar to that because I'm at home on my computer where all my cool things are. Yeah. And my and like my pictures of things that I like, and then someone comes up and says, "This is how to make tea," and that's not how I make tea. Fuck <laughs> that guy. <laughs> but yeah, and we're me- we're messing with that instinct. I want to make a game where you play the person that you say "fuck that guy" to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could we call it jokes on you? I was only pretending. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's perfect. And just bring petty little victories. Because the aggravation that people suffer from this goes away in minutes. It's, no, it's nothing. It's like, it's nothing. just yeah. you made tea yeah. wrong. And, 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 like, and like I want our mod team to be pretty fucking tight. Oh, if, yeah. If it's like, if it's like actually, this could, like, like, if it's actually, oh, someone could get sick from this, or this isn't healthy, or this is, this is incredibly harmful or wasteful. Like, actually, no, 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 no. We've got to keep it petty and wrong. Yeah, you can't, you can't lie to people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, well, you're, you're, no, that's you not how you make a cup of tea, but yeah. But, yeah, but you can't, you, you can't tell an outright lie, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't say, like, well, yes, this, this is medicine. Yes, absolutely, yeah. Unless it no, is actually medicine that would heal the thing you're talking about. No homeopathy. Yeah, that doesn't count. That's, that's a hard to everybody. That, that's a hard and fast rule. Yep. Um, but yeah, you, oh. you, you organise it. You got you got the leagues, obviously. Can you imagine it getting big, and then like you get the big <laughs> leagues where you have like proper YouTube celebrity mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who's playing this, and they and nobody knows. But they, they come to this Discord and then they put their points in. The secrecy is, is the biggest challenge, I think, because there's going to be a real desire to just sort of tell everyone what's going on. Yeah, uh, I, don't I think want so. To, I, I don't want to, like, I want to try and keep it to the level where it's it's like eight British comedians 
who were yeah. in on the joke, and then and then anyone who's in on their private Discord. <clears throat> but like, like pretty much, our reach is so limited that I could go on Twitter and say this is the game and it's happening, and no one would care. Yeah, but you'd still get a load of players. <laughs> yeah, absolute God. Oh man, we're geniuses. Now all we're gonna do, we'll work out how to make money off this afterwards. Oh, that, the that's game, the easy bit. Yeah, I mean, revenue streams, right? It's all yeah. downhill, baby. Um, the game is, jokes on you, I was only pretending. <gasps> Advertising. Oh, it's like already for, annoying. Like for, like for Lipton's or something? Yeah, or L- like... For the wrong tea? <laughs> you just have a poster for a carburetor in the background or whatever's happening. Agricultural gear, you know, that sort of stuff. Just stuff that's annoying to get a three-minute advert about before the video. I quite... Like a, a three-minute video for agricultural gear, yeah, rather, that'd be lovely. Yeah, rather than hi, here's some lager, and what if you were beautiful in Spanish? Like, yeah, I, I'm I mean, not. I watched a forty-five-minute video of snow monkeys just chilling yesterday. So, well, that's, they were trying to sell you one, didn't they? I presume mm, holidays in Japan. All oh, right, okay. Just like it's like at minute thirty-seven, one of the mon- one of the monkeys just barrels down the camera and says, <laughs> "Twix." <laughs> Domestos cleans best. <laughs> and, then, and then it's like, it snaps back and it's really badly done. It's like, <laughs> they just reverse the footage so he snaps back in. You're like, did that monkey say something about Domestos? <laughs> yeah, perfect. In fact, if we get a YouTube algorithm where when you skip back to it, it doesn't do that. Yes, it does a different advert. Oh, that'd be juicy. Well, no, no, no. At that point, he just plays the video of the monkey. They're like, oh, I must be going crazy. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's the same. You you put the same video in five times. Right, right, Into right. Into yeah. the random selection. But one right, of them is, right, the, yeah. is the weird one. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, people watching it, nothing. One of them mm-hmm. twigs. Yeah. Barbasol. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the game. The game, the game is, jokes on you, I was only pretending, it is a... It is a postmodern LARP um, and also some sort of gambling. Thing, yeah, I think. there's going to be some pretty yeah. heavy game, gaming going on. Yeah, there's going to be there's there's there's, there, there, there's a lot of what I'm going to incorrectly call backdoor action. Yes, going on. That that's what we're calling that that section of the uh, the <laughs> But where are we going to put all of our anal gifts? <laughs> that's in the gate, the anal gifts folder. Ah, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, if you like this, you can go go to our Patreon. We are still running the Patreon. We haven't charged it for a while. <laughs> yeah. um, but if you if you enjoy this and you want to support us to do more and you like and you like you think that would be nice, you can give us some cash and we guarantee you we will not charge the card more than it takes us to get to episode 200. I think it's been like 16 episodes left. So, like, why not give us $20 an episode in that case? Huh? <laughs> yeah, or go um, and sign up to Grant's Patreon and get games regularly. Actually, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's pivot. Fuck aren't you those friends? Waste of everyone's time. No, it's a lovely thing. I'm really glad we did it. I want to say like we forged we forged an incredible community of true friends through the Discord on Which this. Which is bonkers. Which is bonkers, but like genuinely just really half and like there's one of the most positive loving spaces on the internet. And I say that unironically, it's really nice and it's really wonderful to be part of that. Um, but fuck that. Give me money instead. If you go to patreon.com forward slash gshowit, you will see that there are that I, I release one 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 page role playing game every month. And you'll also see that uh, I'm doing collaborations at the moment. And I'm doing a collaboration this month. This isn't this is the announcement, Chris. Ooh. I'm doing a collaboration with Daniel Lavery of the Toast Fame. That's me clapping. Good, good, good. Yes. Um he is one of my absolute favourite authors. And we are doing some very cool shit about Commedia dell'arte, and I'm so I'm so friggin' excited. I had a I had a, a video meeting with him, and I had to, I had to just continually just like not go. And the best part is you've had this game bouncing around your noggin for so long. It was, uh, and then it, it, finally somebody who mm-hmm. gives a shit about the Commedia dell'arte. <laughs> <laughs> And I've told about it. He was like, he wasn't like, what? <laughs> yeah. And happens to be one of my idols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. 
So yes, uh, you can go to you can go to patreon.com. If you give some money, you get it early. If you don't, then you get it on time, and you also get physical copies and stuff. But take a look; it's fun. Uh, we love you very much. You're a great listener. You're one of our favourites. I know. I, I bet. I bet you think that we say this to everyone, but actually, you're 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 in the top five. Oh, absolutely, top five. Yeah, Abs- absolutely. That's an easy one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe top four. You know. So we're just saying, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. It's great. We love you. Take it easy. We'll see you when we see you. (laughs) Bye. Bye.